Today's podcast is brought to you by Vibby.com, the quick, easy way to make highlight videos of your very own. Simply log on to the site, put in the timestamps of your favorite moments, and watch as the highlights spring forward into a video of its own that can be easily shared across social media and other content platforms. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Unicorn.com, the premier esports betting site. Log in today to bet on all of your favorite esports games and see if you have what it takes to win some unicorns of your own. Who knows? It might be enough to win you one of those awesome prizes they have in their marketplace. Enjoy the episode. Hello, Internet. This is Chase Redshirt King Wassenaar. I'm a free agent head coach and analyst, as well as a contributor at Slingshot Esports. And welcome to day eight of our EU LCS team by team summer podcast preview series. It has been an exciting adventure throughout all these different teams that we have to talk about. And today, we basically get to start at the beginning, the origin, one could say of where the LCS is going nowadays. And I am joined on the other line by my good friend and fellow contributor to Slingshot Esports, Walter C80 Svetchuk. Walter, how you doing, man? Oh, you're just going with the easy puns now. You're not even trying. This is like, man, you're you're really slacking off in the pun department here. I'm going to have to get Freak to come out and, uh, and join our little podcast. Well, you know, it's a joint effort, man. You can jump in on the puns at any time if you, if you feel like I'm slacking on the job here. You're more than welcome. But uh, it's, uh, I, you know, it's, it's just hard to, it's hard to sorry, say much. Guys. Sp- sorry, sorry, guys. There's some discord in the podcast right now. Oh. <laughs> hey, you're the one who said slack. You're, you're not wrong. <laughs> oh, man. We'll have to... St- Team speak about this later, but I'm Tish. Anyway, the puns aside, event. Puns aside, <laughs> we're going to talk about Origin. Uh, Origin made some interesting moves in the off season here. Uh, they got second place in the EU playoffs. They got a 3-0 uh, win over Unicorns of Love in the quarterfinals. 3-1 over Fnatic in the semis, and then a 1-3 loss to G2 in the finals. They then looked at their roster and said, well, we probably are going to run this back until suddenly Sven and Mithy decided to go to G2. So they immediately made their move. They signed Forgiven to replace Sven as the AD carry and Hybrid to replace Mithy at the support position. So Walter, I have to ask you, when you saw these moves come in, these are big names coming into this roster. How do you feel about their offseason? Well, you could say these moves came out of the sky. Huh? No, 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 you couldn't. I don't think you could actually. Okay. So, <laughs> I, I am. I'm actually kind of lower on on the forgiven edition. I think hybrid is is not a bad choice. I don't think he was awful um, when he was on G two. But as the meta is going to start shifting away from the tank supports, and he made the joke on Twitter about you know what's up with NA support players playing Janna and Karma and Soraka. Well, now, dude, you're gonna have to learn how to play those champions and 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 get used to playing in a lane with Forgiven. Um, that being said, Forgiven, I am not sure how his attitude, how his personality 
is going to fit in with the happy-go-lucky kind of laid-back attitude that Soaz and Amazing and Peke sort of give off. We're not in their team house. We're not in their practice rooms. We don't know how hard they work. We don't know how hard they practice. But everything that Amazing and Soaz do on social media just makes it seem like they don't care. Like, they're not giving their their most. They're not trying their hardest. And I'm going to get lambasted probably by Origin fans for saying that. But that's the persona that they kind of exude on on Twitter, on social media. So I'm, I'm very curious to see how this sort of dynamic is going to work. Maybe it'll be great. Maybe so as amazing we'll get the fire lit underneath their butts and they'll like you know, bust their asses and they'll be really, really good like they've been in the past, but I'm not quite sure about that. One of the things that I thought was the most interesting was when Soaz was asked how the personalities were going to work with this team, his answer was not, oh, well, we're going to work really hard to incorporate them into the system. He said, I, we're, I'm really smart. We've got great game knowledge. It'll work itself out which I think is the most so-as thing you could possibly say. It really is one of those situations where you just look at when so-as and Amazing said that they had agreed as a team that had they made it to MSI, they weren't going to practice just like G2 decided to take a vacation. And you think about it and you say to yourself, would Forgiven have entered any tournament ever wanting to not practice as a team? And the answer to that is just straight up no. He wants to win too much. He wants to be the best that he possibly can be and make a name for himself as much as possible. I literally do not see the situation in which those ideologies correlate together. It's going to require one half of this organization to move in that way. And I think it's telling that when Sven and Mithy left, the thing they cited was that they didn't feel like amazing and so as we're taking things seriously enough, if they didn't think that they were taking it seriously enough, I doubt Forgiven's going to come in and say, nah, this is fine. I'm okay with this. It just is such a weird mix of personalities that they're now going to have to overcome. But going to the gameplay side of things for a second, there is a lot of reason to get excited about the on-the-rift potential of this team as Forgiven is such a hard carry style AD carry that very much matches what Sven was for this team. So Walter, when you look at what we should be watching as the season goes off, what's the biggest storyline to you on the rift that we need to be looking at with this team? Oh man, see, I'm not sure it's going to be on the rift that, that really matters all that much for this team, but it's going to be power of evil. So as an amazing, and can they rebound from, even though they finished second, it was overall a rather disappointing split for the three of them. They played pretty poorly. They were pretty bad. Let's not sugarcoat it. They were pretty awful outside of Soaz taking advantage of the super split push meta where he could just play like Fiora or Quinn and, you know, not no one could do anything about it. Outside of that, the three of them didn't play all that great. Power of Evil was probably the worst of the three because he was just so meh. He was just meh. He didn't do anything that was like, this is worthy of this guy taking over for X Peke, who is one of the legendary mid laners of Europe. So the entire storyline about this season, if we're not going to focus on the out of 
game stuff, if we're not going to focus on the revenge games against Mythians then, is going to be, can these three players turn it around? Can they prove that they deserve to be in the LCS? Because Power of Evil especially, I don't know that he does. I don't know that he deserves to be on a top five team in the LCS right now. Yeah, there are some concerns here. Soaz is someone that's been such an important carry for this team over the course of his career. And last split was one of the weakest splits we've seen from him. He was sixth amongst top laners in KDA. He was sixth amongst top laners in terms of CS differential at 10 minutes. He was fifth in terms of earned gold per minute and fourth in terms of damage per minute to champions. These are not SOAS numbers. He was dying significantly more than we have seen him die as an average rule, and he's always been a feast or famine style top laner. Now, he gets away with it because when he has great games, his games are amazing. His, the great SOAS games are absolutely worth commending, but they were happening less and less frequently. And at the end of the day, he was the worst top laner in the league in terms of kill participation, which means, as you said, he was basically on his own, not helping out his team, dying more often than he has historically, not doing relatively well in lane. These are problems. These are genuine concerns for this team because he has to be on point because otherwise it puts a lot of pressure on a power of evil that never really got himself 100% comfortable. It just seemed like he was going back and forth on whether or not you know, they were going to play around him. Amazing was very unsure, especially early in the season, about how much attention they should be giving him. These are all concerns to me. But I do have a best-case scenario for this team, and it comes down to the sheer level of talent that is at play with Origin. Soaz had an off-split last split, but he's still a very good player. In, in his own words, he is a very smart player, and it is undeniable because if he wasn't, he wouldn't be able to do what he's been able to do for as long as he has while having the work ethic that he at least purports out on social media. So the guy is very capable of having a bounce-back split. It is very possible that Power of Evil is going to be able to take a step forward, especially now that he has had that chance to play in a big final series. He's had series where he's had to come in and win that Game 5 like they did in the semifinals. It's very, very possible for them to have both of those guys take a leap forward, and then you think about just how much of a bully bot lane you could have with Forgiven. His stats in the regular season were bonkers, and Hybrid does a really good job of putting his AD carry in a position to succeed. There's so much just pure talent here, and the best-case scenario for this team is a championship. They could very easily win it all if all the pieces fit, but Walter, there's always the possibility that the pieces don't fit, and when you look at the worst-case scenario, what do you see in front of you? Yeah, I I see that these pieces don't fit. I'm worried about the first time that they have a really bad series. Like, what happens when they play against G2 and they get O2'd? And it's not close. What, what happens then? Because G2 was substantially better than Origin was when they had Sven and Mithy. And now they took the two best players on that team and added it to their already really, really good roster. Like, what happens when they get O2'd by G2? 
are, are so as amazing, not going to go after whoever was the weakness, is forgiven, not going to go after whoever was the weakness. Like, I'm just worried about the personalities and how they're going to mesh and how they're going to work together. The, the second things go bad, granted, you're right, they are extremely talented, but they were extremely talented last split. And it didn't work because the talented players fell off the face of a cliff. Like, let's be real about this. Soez is a good player, but he has had these moments where he has not been one of the best top laners in Europe. He has had these moments where the meta doesn't work with him. And Fnatic has come up with, you know, the cheesy death bush stuff, the double teleport strategies, these things to try and get him back into his groove. And if they couldn't do it over the entire course of the spring split, there is nothing currently. And the addition of Forgiven does not make me think now that they're going to find some magical potion to get Soaz back to his former form. It just might be he is not good enough anymore. Wicked got to that point, and he stayed a little too long, in my opinion. Maybe Soaz has finally reached that point where... He might not be good enough for the LCS anymore if he can't adapt or if he can't make an entire split worth of impact. Yeah, there are concerns there. It really did feel like Soaz was one of those guys that had one way to win. And when it didn't work out, things fell apart. And honestly, we have to start bringing up the fact that Forgiven has played on talented team after talented team Every year, we say that this is the most talented team Forgiven has ever played with. And every year, they still don't win a playoff series. Every year, they come this close, and it falls off. And while his stats in the playoffs were great, it's worth noting that despite getting a much higher percentage of his team's gold, his damage percentage was down, his damage per minute was down, his CS per minute was down, his CS differential at 10 minutes and his gold differential at 10 minutes were down. His KDA was down. Everything got worse when the playoffs rolled around, despite the fact that his team was leaning on him more heavily. And we have seen this now every single time he has been to the playoffs. And at some point, we have to take that into account when making our predictions. At some point, you have to look at this and say, maybe it's not just bad luck. Maybe he has been on really talented teams and things haven't worked out and there's a common denominator here. And as you said, these personalities could very well bring out the worst part of that. Walter, all of this into account, where do you think this team ends up? Oh, see, the talent makes me think that this is still a playoff team. And I I think that's the case, but... I'm just not sure if something goes wrong, this team could be in for a lot of trouble and they could end up anywhere from first to six. I'm, I'm going to kind of cop out here, but this team could literally end up anywhere from first to six, in my opinion, anywhere they're, they're to me. They're the team liquid of last year where I'm, I'm not quite sure where I want to put it because I'm not quite sure how the personalities are going to pan out. I'm going to go a little bit more bold here. I'm putting them in my four to six range. And the 4-6 to six depends on whether or not they get a top two seed in the regular season. Because I, at this point, do not believe that Forgiven is going to be able to put aside all of these mental things that keep affecting him in playoffs and get them a playoff series win. Not when Soaz seems to be deteriorating. 
not when Power of Evil seemed to take a step back last split. I just don't trust it. There's a lot of talent. They're going to do great in the regular season. I have no doubt whatsoever that those things are going to work themselves out because it's origin and they always do. But I do not trust Forgiven in a playoff series anymore. I do not trust these personalities to mesh. And I'm not willing to put them any higher than that until either So As an Amazing or Forgiven makes a sizable enough change to their personality that these things suddenly work out. I would not be surprised if Forgiven is not on this team by the end of the split. It's possible. I could see this team entirely imploding. And I can't wait to watch. I'm sure that Origin fans are hoping that we are absolutely wrong on this and that the sheer talent wins the day. You should definitely let us know on social media. I am at RedshirtKing on Twitter. Walter, where can the nice people at home find you? You guys can find me at CDs underscore LOL. Perfect. You can also find the podcast on SoundCloud.com slash Esports Rough Drafts or on iTunes if you go to the podcast section and search Rough Drafts there. If you subscribe, you'll get all of our episodes moving forward. Plus, it really helps us out as well with all those algorithm things. So uh, we always appreciate when you guys do that. Plus, you should go check out all of our older episodes. We've been doing this now for eight days, as we said at the opening. We've talked about Shulk, H2K, Rocket, Fanatic, Unicorns of Love, Vitality, Splice, and obviously here, Origin. And in North America, we've been doing the exact same thing. Cloud9, NRG, Immortals, Echo Fox, CLG, Liquid, Apex Gaming, and Team Envious today. So there are so many team-by-team previews for you to check out. You absolutely should. And come back tomorrow where we get to talk about a team whose expectations are not nearly as large as their name would imply. So until then, goodbye, Internet.